Sessionable. All right. Welcome, everyone, to Sessionable. Um, for the first time ever from four different locations. Yeah, we've yeah. never done this before. No. <laughs> I think we've done two different locations before, but never never more than that. Had to be in two locations. Uh, when I was and, away. Yeah. When, uh, yeah. when Tom. Remember when Tom went to Germany? No, yeah, I don't talk about it much. <laughs> it's one of the, the good things about the current situation. I haven't had to hear that story for a long time. <laughs> so it's fashionable being dragged kicking and screaming into the 21st century. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All it took was a pandemic. So um, as you might be able to tell, the uh, much-delayed next season of Sessionable is once again delayed um, <laughs> due to very extenuating circumstances. At least we've got a good excuse this time there. We have, a, we have an actual excuse this time. Yeah, the world ass, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I tried How book, is everyone? I tried booking out Penrith right? Panthers, Panthers for us. They said they had an existing booking. Oh, okay. Did you get your deposit back then? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, how, yeah, how is everyone? That's a good good question. Uh, a bit lonely. Missing the pub. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's very um, Groundhog Day at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. If I have one more person at work ask me how the business is going, I'm going to fucking pull my, pull my <laughs> eyeballs out. <laughs> um, but Liam, what? how is the business going? <laughs> it's actually going all right. But um, yeah, it's just like you just have the same conversation 50 million times a day. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the thing that's doing my head at the moment is every conversation in some way or another, including this one, is about COVID. Oh yeah, for sure. And I just uh, and the new like my so I'm 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 staying with my parents at the moment, and they insist on watching the ten the the um, Channel Ten news. Oh no. uh, And the Channel Seven news. Oh why? And then the project, and it's it's just like. Every yeah. every night, it's the same fucking thing. It's like there's no yeah. new news. The news, yeah. planet gripped by deadly disease. Like that's the news. Yeah. And why do I have to watch three hours of that every fucking night? That's what old people do, man. I mean, when oh. you get to middle age, like the rest of it, then uh, you'll be watching the news all night. I mean, well. yeah. I, I'm just. Yeah. It is doing my head in. And and Dad did say on the weekend. Dad's like, we're not watching the news this weekend. I'm like, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my news intake to one time a day. Yeah, yeah, me, me too. Yeah. The thing is, if yeah. anything massive happens, uh, I'll find out about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. if there's any big development, I'll, I'll know. <laughs> yeah. So, what have um, you guys been doing? Um, I've been doing uni stuff, which yeah. I've just finished just before we started recording, which is good. Congratulations. Um, but yeah, apart from that. Not much. Were you learning remotely before everything kicked off, Adrian? Yeah, so nothing actually changed. It was just, it, it kind of threw the schedule, like, I had more time, but it felt like I had less time kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so are you, Brad, are you working from home? Yeah, I've been working from home. I, it, it, it kind of, it's a bit weird, actually. I've not been anywhere near the office for um, nearly two months now, because it kind of worked out that I was on paternity leave, and then... Like the 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 time I was meant to come back from paternity leave, that's when all the offices shut. So all right, from that to working from home. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been quite quite bizarre. But I'm pleased we got the uh, the, the childbirth and everything out of the way before um, before the pandemic really kicked in. Because I yeah, wonder what's going to be around a, a hospital now. That's for sure. Yeah, fucking hell. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how is the how is the baby? Yeah, all good. Yeah, she's going well. Going nice. well. Nice. I don't, I don't think she minds being uh, locked indoors all day. Um, <laughs> rest of us do, though. Gets all the attention. <laughs> but yeah, I've been working from home um, and just going out and getting growler fills quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Over at um, over at um, Wayward. Wayward, um, but actually mainly the Flodge. The Flodge yeah. are going great guns with their okay, uh, yes, with their takeout stuff. Um, so yeah, I've been I've been heading up there. I actually ran into someone on the street who mentioned the fact that you've been going to the Flodge a lot, Adrian. Uh, sorry, Brad. Oh yeah. Where's <laughs> <laughs> getting rounds? Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually drinking a Flodge Growler port right now. In fact, <laughs> well, that's that's probably a good good uh, good segue. What what's everyone drinking? What are we? And where do we get it from? I think that's a good question at the moment as well. I'm drinking the Bodrigi Utropia Pale Ale, which is the, the latest takeout that I've got from the, from the Flodge. Um, I'm, I'm on the Mountain Goat POG IPA, yeah. which is courtesy of um, Beer Cartel. They, I get a kind of mystery box every month from them. So shout out to them. That's a lovely drop as well, Adrian. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, I um, Adrian actually figured out what I was having uh, before we started recording, so I'm I'm pretty predictable. I'm having a Rodenbach Grand Cru just to yeah. just to change things up a bit. Nice one. Yeah. Um, I'm having a Tropic Thunder from Lucas. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, I should say I got the Rodenbach Grand Cru at Bitter Few, which is converted downstairs. Um, the, what used to be Few, the wine bar, into a little uh, bottle shop. Um, so that's where I got this. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about going there uh, sometime soon. I'll tell you what I just finished before we started recording was um, uh, the Family Fueled, is it? The um, Mountain Culture oh, Wildflower. Yeah, wildflower. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got one coming. Ooh, so yeah. excited. I did a, a pickup, or I got a turf and dropped off a box of beans that I ordered. Oh, very and nice. And he um, chucked in a couple of those as a little sweetener, and it was, um, yeah. it was very nice. And you just yeah, so... leave it alone for the pod. Liam, you have to drink it straight away. Well, well, I I got confused and like thought we were starting a bit earlier, so cracked open the beer and then realised it's still half an hour. So <laughs> I finished that one for another beer. So that's, that's absolutely fair. Yeah, so they they actually ran out of that, and I ended up ordering it through Mountain Culture. So I got some of that coming this week. Oh, nice! With a four pack of their. The their West Coast IPA, which I'm pretty excited about. Mm, nice. I keep meaning to do an order from Mountain Culture. Yeah, I missed that. There was that super hype beer, the Hill Hill People. I think it was called. Yeah, Hill People Hill People Milk, which is like an oat cream IPA. <laughs> Everyone said it was like the best beer of the year, and I missed out. But West Coast is more my jam anyway. So fair. Yeah, I, yeah, it's funny. I, I haven't really been drinking any new beers. I've been um, going back to the classics. Going back to the classics. Uh, maybe it's because it, 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 you know, any 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 modicum of comfort in 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 the in these trying times. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've been drinking through a lot of my stash, which is mostly wildflower beers. Nice. So there's a lot of like back catalog stuff. It's like before they started getting the nice labels, that kind of thing. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. I actually been uh, got delivered a case of beer from Beer and Brewer magazine, which I'm meant to be reviewing. Oh, so yeah. I've been like reviewing and uh, drinking for free at the same time. It's a good racket. 
That is a good racket. Yeah, that's <laughs> not so bad. I've also been having a, a, a you know a bit bit of vino, a bit more vino than I'd usually have. Yeah, um, I miss wine. Hey? Yeah, it's because uh, because uh, being at mum and dad's, you know, they enjoy a glass of wine with uh, dinner. So that's been the go. Drinking any more or any less than you normally would then? Because I'm I'm drinking considerably more than I would do normally. Um, I'd say I'm drinking more, but I I, I always drink a lot. So it's I'm probably drinking less actually because most of my drinking was outside or like at bars before this whole thing started. So now I'm drinking more at home, but less total. I think. Yeah, Um, I've never been one to like drink by myself at home. I've always like preferred to go on out somewhere. So yeah, been drinking a little bit with my flatmates. We've been cooking a lot of dinners and stuff like that. Taking turns cooking dinner. Yeah, so we've been yeah getting sucks of beers. Um, my flatmates have been taking good use of um, uh, the little guys' home delivery service. Um, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, so they basically just walk it straight over to our house. Um, yeah, sick. And they give you a free bag of popcorn every time you order. Nice. <laughs> so sometimes I come from from work and see six bags of popcorn, which means the guys have got six different deliveries. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been getting they've been getting pretty stuck in. <laughs> Awesome. But yeah, they've been doing like mixed six packs, like themed six packs. Like there's like a paleo pack and stuff like that. So the guys have been getting into that. Yeah, cool. It's a good segue actually into the uh, the various ingenious uh, ways that some of our favourite venues are coming up with. Yeah, um, to keep keep alive during this uh, really tricky time for the for the industry. Yeah, has there been any? Um, should we talk about some of our favourite? Um, innovations and, and sort of the, the ways people have been nimble and uh, yeah. well, I think one of the most common um, things that we've seen from certainly from the inner west brewers here in Sydney is uh, that they've been doing free delivery services yeah drop-offs at, at people's houses um, not all of them are new to delivering beer direct from the brewery but certainly uh, brewers that hadn't done it before have started to do it and a lot of them are offering free delivery particularly if you order over a certain uh, amount of beer within a particular radius. So that's been really good to see. Um, and um, I've certainly been tempted to, to buy a lot more direct from breweries than I might have done otherwise. Yeah, there's yeah. some more stuff happening with that. And potentially there'll be some sort of uh, like a wider network. So like we've been doing some deliveries through, uh, or we at Batch, we use a counter, which is our point of sale, our till system. Yep. So we were like a trial venue for a system they've been working on, but it's like a six kilometer radius. So it's not super big, but it's basically like delivery within half an hour. Um, but yeah, I think there's some other people in the industry that are working for like uh, next day delivery. So we might see some some more wider range stuff coming pretty soon, which would be pretty cool. Um, and I've, and a lot of obviously a lot of um, sort of the on-premise uh, venues have been doing that as well. So um, yeah. uh, obviously. Adrian and I used to work for the Tap House group um, guys, and uh, they've done that with both of their venues. Um, and what I really like about what they've done is instead of going with Deliveroo or Uber Eats, they've set up their own one, mm-hmm. and they themselves. so they can employ all their bartenders to do the delivery driving. Yeah, yeah, um, which has been I think a really cool thing to do, and apparently it's been super popular, especially at the Tav. Yeah, it seems like the Oxford's doing really well at yeah. the moment. Yeah. I'm not um, sure who's doing it, but I have seen on the street it was like people have like got like Han super dry cups that look like takeaway coffee cups, and they're <laughs> filling up skewies. Have you seen that? I've seen that in a few places. Yeah, 
it looks like they've got like the cups that normally serve the footy, but put like a like a caf like a coffee type lid on it. Lid on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's basically like a takeaway skewy. Um, I think that's what um that's what the Ox and the Tap House are doing with their beers. But you can get a jug from them as well, right? Yeah, you can get a jug as well, like an actual jug. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've been um, getting. I've been getting some. Oh, we've been getting some like cocktails delivered. So we got a jug yep. of margarita delivered the other day. Yes, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty dangerous. It's a good way to to get drunk very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the Albert and um, what's that? Uh, what's the the logistics delivery Mo- company? Modus, Modus. Modus. Yeah, they've started doing taps and tins. Yeah. Um. So basically doing delivery of the Albert's um Cannibal. Crowlers. Cannibals. Crowlers, yeah. Yeah. Um I'm not sure if they're getting it from other places other than the Albert, but yeah, I know the Albert's heavily involved in that. Well there's a lot of cakes sitting at Modus from a yeah. lot of different breweries, so I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it kind of makes sense to centralize it at one place and just have it all going in and out of one place, I guess. But yeah, I've seen a lot of like, uh, I guess non-craft, but just mainstream pubs basically like bring in a vessel and they'll fill it. They don't care what it is sort of a thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like the the free Slurpee day at 7-Eleven sort of a thing. Yeah. (laughs) Bring in a gumboot and they'll fill it full of beer for you. <laughs> um, which is, I mean, I think anyone that can do really well, but I, I do sort of get a bit worried sometimes about the quality of beer and, oh yeah, people who don't know how to fill a growler or yep. don't know the shelf life of a growler and stuff like that as well. I watched a um, there was a there was a piece on one of the news channels that I've been being forced to watch. Um, <laughs> I like how you won't say which one. <laughs> uh, I can't remember which one to be honest. <laughs> Um, and it was it was about that. It was about uh, pubs doing uh, tap beer to take home, and uh, that's this big revelation. Um, and it was the first shot was like this close up shot of a PET squealer, uh, being you know, and 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 the tap of beer being poured into it, and it was just foam. It was just spitting straight foam into the into the, <laughs> into the squealer. And I'm just looking at it, going, no. And it was like a super dry tap. Like it, it didn't matter, but it was like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, um, but I mean, if you look at New Zealand, they've been filling up PET bottles as growlers since day dot. So, like, I've got no problem with PET as the as the as the growler yeah. of choice. It, it was more just that all it was was foam from a fucking cold, super cold, super dry tap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a little bit of an da- adaptation of equipment that needs to happen, I guess. Yeah, but um, do you um, think breweries should help out with stuff like that? Can brew? Can you? Is that? I think they have. I mean, um, I, as I understand it, uh, Young Henry's donated a load of growlers and squealers to the Forest Lodge Hotel. Yeah, they they've been doing that across Sydney. So basically, yeah. yeah, they're trying to get their growlers out there as much as possible. Um, yeah, cool. I think they buy their growlers in pretty large quantities, so they've got a lot. Yeah, and the fact that they're they're not filling their own growlers or anything at the moment, they're getting out to different pubs and stuff like that, which has been pretty cool. It's uh, yeah. um, maybe one thing brewers could do is sort of train bar stuff and ways to fill growlers would be good. Yep. Um, the other one I heard was a really cool story was the Woolpack, um, they're big on the Reshers Appreciation Society. Yeah. And they've been doing like cannibals of Reshers to the point where like 
Russia's fanatics are buying like 24 cannibals at a time <laughs> and they actually couldn't Holy get shit. they couldn't get any more Russians so they were putting a call out to other pubs who were shut down to try and sell them their cakes of Russians. That's so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So um, apparently they're going through like a keg a day of rashes. They're, they're probably doing more rashes now than they were. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, so that's good. <laughs> so do you think this will this will take off then, and it will carry on? We'll we'll keep having takeaway delivered nah, beer, beer after uh, things go back to normal. Clamp down on it. Um, I think. I mean, they they're just kind of turning a blind eye right now, just to let businesses survive. But, uh, I'm yeah. I'm a bit more optimistic than you, Adrian. I think. The world, when we when we emerge from lockdown, the world's going to be a very different place and yeah. people are going to be a lot more reticent to spend a lot of time at the pub, outdoors, in, in contact with other people. For, that, suits me because I'm going to be living at the pub once it's done. Yeah, oh, it's the <laughs> same. But like, I, think, I think for the most part, pubs are going to be, I guess, stay a lot quieter than they would have been um, because people, I think people will be scared of, of, of going out in public yeah. a lot. Um and, and and I think that's gonna require a big shift in thinking of how we how our industry works and how that works and and we need to lobby the government to let them to let yeah. us do what we need to do. Well, that's the thing is that I'm all for it, but it's it's up to the government, and we all know that they're shitheads when it comes to alcohol legislation. Yeah, so. I, I think the other thing is once you've allowed something, it's it's a lot. It's Something like, like like once you've allowed businesses to to to, yeah. to conduct business in a certain way, it, it it's a lot harder to now say no, you can't do that anymore. Um, I guess it also like this also proves that this isn't hurting exactly. Anyone. Yeah, it's like well, why can't we do it? It, yeah. it was it was fine when everyone was in lockdown. Why isn't it fine now? So I, like I, I you know maybe, maybe I'm being overly optimistic, but I predict that um, small bars will be allowed to keep takeaway licenses for a bit longer. Um, yeah. after it's all done, stuff like that. Uh, I, I think I think it's sensible because I think the other part of it is I think we should, you know, th- this has shown that our society has a big weakness uh, and, and we need to do stuff to make sure that this doesn't happen again, basically. Um, and so I think, you know, if there's ways for hospitality as an industry and, and beer as an industry to continue on whilst having more people staying at home, then then we should look into ways to make that possible. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a big, um, you know, a need for everybody to get out after the restrictions are lifted then. I thought the pubs would be packed, certainly for a while. Oh, I think they will. I think, I think the first day when pubs are back open, they'll be, they'll, they'll have a fucking roaring day of trade. But I think the, 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 the overall trend is that people will go, will, instead of going out three nights a week, they'll go out one. You know, they'll. I think people because um, this, like, I, I, the coronavirus is a thing. I don't think it's something we're going to get rid of completely. Yeah. And look, I'm, I'm, I'm not a scientist, until there's so, a vaccine. Um, but then even then, it, it could be a flu-like thing where we have a, yeah. a, a different one every year. Um, and and just and I think just the memory of this, people are going to go, ah, oh. like already, like when you watch a movie. And there's like a hundred people in a room together. Don't you look at it and go, "Oh, like it already feels weird." Uh, no, I'm not at that point yet. No, I'm not at that point. I wouldn't yet. say, "Oh, it, oh, that's weird." I, I go, "Oh, remember yeah. that? Remember when life was simple?" And you yeah. Oh, I look at it and I go, "Oh, that's not particularly safe, is it?" <laughs> <laughs> Above your ivory tower. Yeah. 
he's in the hotspot. He's in the eastern suburbs hotspot. Yeah, so I'm, in, I'm in a hotspot. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's scary because it, all those people went to the fucking beach. So now I'm in a hotspot. Yeah, yeah. I guess the other part of that as well is. Um, like, I do think it'll hang around for a bit longer because, like, if people are investing in this infrastructure of having delivery systems and that stuff like that, yep. if you've already got it, why would you just turn it off? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. particularly if you've got a third party doing your deliveries yeah. and stuff like that, you're just going to let it run. Yeah. Um, but even, know, like, maybe... if, if, you're the, if you're the Oxford Tavern and you're having yeah. this roaring delivery trade, when you open the pub back up again, you know, you're not going to turn the delivery trade off because if, if people want to get delivery yeah. and you can make it work financially... Then fucking keep stay stay keep that revenue yeah. stream open. I hope it I hope it stays. I don't see any disadvantage to it staying. Um, I think it, it, the breweries will do well out of it. The venues will have another way of earning a bit of money for particularly from the the, the recluses like Tom who won't go anywhere even after the lockdowns. Lifted. I'm not saying that I'm like that. I think <laughs> I think lots of people will be like that. <laughs> but, um, I expect I expect Tom at the bar a bit of few the first Monday there you the know that that's going to be the case like I I've, I already promised that to Aaron earlier today <laughs> um so as soon as I'm allowed to I'll be back at bit of few but like it, it's I uh, but I might not sit as close to Lee as I used to right like yeah. <laughs> Lee will Lee be next to him anyway <laughs> I think Lee will be happy with that yeah I don't, I don't think Lee would mind <laughs> Yeah, Lee's having a great old time with this whole social Who knew that, you know, Lee had it right this whole time. He's been, <laughs> for, He's been uh, saying it for decades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, the thing I found pretty interesting with this whole, like, lockdown stuff is the anti, like, Uber Eats and Deliveroo stuff. Have you guys seen yeah, a lot of that? I love it. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're doing, we're not, I'm like, uh, I've got my parents onto it. We're not ordering, what we're doing now, we're going on Uber Eats, Deliveroo, looking up a place's okay. menu. Then calling them up and seeing if they deliver or if they're close enough, we'll just walk and pick it up. Yeah. Um, I used to do yeah, that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've, been, I've been off them for a few years for that reason. Like I knew that – well, I, I knew that they were paying their staff really shit, and that's why I got off it. But then, yeah, I found out how how big the the commissions are, and it's yeah, just massive. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and, and I think in, in normal times, it's something you can kind of go – Oh well, they're offering this service that you wouldn't normally. But but right now, like, yeah, uh, they're, they're they're gouging. They're just the straight gouging um, their clients, yeah. and and it's the clients, their customers, they're and pro- their they're staff. Profiteering, mm. yeah, and it's and it and, yeah. it and it feels really gross. So yeah, yeah. we um um we're just calling people up, or and like, or we'll we'll go pick it up. Like we'll drive and pick it up yeah. instead, or yeah. something like yeah. Because yeah. f- fuck it, what else are we doing? Yeah, get out of the house. Like, yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not like I'll order some food from the Flodge and it's like they'll give you like a 15 or 20% discount or whatever it is if you just yeah. go pick yeah. it up and it's like yeah. a 10-minute walk. So I'll just walk down and pick I it up. I think, yeah, definitely if we if we do like some early recommendations now, like check out your local place. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them are going to be doing free delivery. If not, they're going to be like within walking distance to pick it up. Yep. And a lot of venues are still doing food as well, right? We talked about being able to get takeaway beer, but a lot yeah. of venues are still the kitchens are still open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, keeping yeah. their, their their chefs on on, and you know they're, they're still serving. In many cases, their full menus. Um, so I think one, one of the ridiculous things out of that that's come out of this has been it's it's become like a kind of golden age for takeaway and delivery. 
because all these fancy restaurants are doing takeaway packs mm. and it's like places that you might even have to, you know, book in advance for, you can just get, you know, a frozen pack or whatever delivered to your house and you can eat it at the comfort in your home. Yeah. Your so, home. um, something so, we've been doing, um, I'm, I'm, uh, with, with my, with my folks, um, there's a restaurant around the corner from us, um, St. Peter's on Oxford Street in Paddington. Um, and they also own a, a retail shop, the Fish Butchery, um, doing like, it's a fish butchery, right? Like it's a seafood shop. Yeah. Um, and they've been doing Mr. Nyland at home, um, which is you can, you, you, you have to order, you have to pre-order it and there's, they, they sell out now in advance. Yeah. But you pre-order it and you get like a pack. Um, so we've done two of them, um, uh, and then you you get the pack and you get all the, the ingredients basically and you just put it together at home and it takes 15, 20 minutes to cook. So one was a tuna mornay and it was already in the little, you know, foil oven uh, tray and you just put it in the oven for 20 minutes and it's done. Um, and that was gorgeous. The fish was so good. Uh, and the other one was fish tacos, which you just whack the little fillets on the stove for a minute on each side and it was ready and they had like different salsas and tacos and hot sauces and all this stuff with it. And it was great. Like stuff like yeah. that is awesome. That's a really cool idea. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a, like a frozen ramen pack from Chaco bar coming tomorrow. So oh. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Frozen ramen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's my crazy. Got, like really into baking. So that's, that's a plus. There are so many people making banana bread right now. It's like I can't I've find any fucking so flour. Is the problem? Like, <laughs> that's, I, I'd if, love to be if, some, if do some baking. I just don't have the fucking ingredients because I can't find them. There's no yeast anywhere if, either. If, if you want some flour, Tom, I've got some weevil infested ones. Mm-hmm, so, yum. Yeah. Protein. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I've I've been doing a lot of cooking as well. Uh, that's been that's been a lot of fun. Pretty much every second day, yeah. I'll, I'll cook something. Um, I've I think I've mastered uh, the serious eats crispy potato recipe. Oh, Crisp, which one's crispy that one? roast potatoes? So it's Kenji um, Lopez Alts, J. Kenji yeah. Lopez Alts. Uh, the the I think it's called the best crispy roast potatoes ever. Okay, uh, and it is so good. And I I've been doing them in duck fat mostly. Because <laughs> um, why the fuck not? Yolo, yeah. Um, but also olive oil works. For, I, I've done a few in olive yeah. oil because when um because uh, uh, we've we've been cooking for like my brothers and stuff and like driving meals over to them every so often. So yeah, um, my brother's partner's vegetarian. So um, right. for her, we we yeah. do in olive oil and and they're just as good. So. so what do you do? Is it do you do anything with a potato? Or do you just roast it for a while. Oh, well, I, I can, I can, I can run through the recipe right now. So you, you boil, um, boil the potatoes with salt yep. and uh, baking soda. Oh, baking soda. Okay. A little bit, a little bit of baking soda. Right, right. Um, uh, the the recipe explains the science behind it. I I can't remember. Yeah. Off the top of my head. Dries it out, makes it crispy. Um, yeah, yeah, and then you uh, simultaneously while they're boiling for about ten minutes, um, in another small saucepan, you um, uh. You, you fry up some chopped garlic and rosemary in whatever oil you're using. So in the either duck fat or olive oil or whatever you want yeah. um, until the garlic's sort of golden, just like finely chopped garlic and rosemary until the garlic's golden. Then you strain it. So now you have garlic and rosemary infused duck fat. Mm. Um, 
once the potatoes are boiled, you take them out, drain them, let them sit for 30 minutes to evaporate the moisture, then toss them well in that oil so that they get like a little thin layer of mashed potato on the outside. What do you mean? So like if you, if you, if you toss boiled potatoes enough, yeah, the outside will sort of um, uh, go mushy. Oh, kind of get cloudy or something. Well, it, it, it's like basically yeah. the, 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 the solid potato inside and then, a, then a, a layer of mashed potato on the outside. Right, 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 right. Then you roast that. Yep. I see. So that roast, that mashed potato crisps up really nicely. Yeah. But the potato inside stays really fluffy. Yep. And plus you get this beautiful garlic, rosemary, duck fat, you know. Yeah, nice. Flavor. And then you, then you in the serving bowl, you put the, the crispy fried garlic and rosemary on top. And oh, yeah. So good. So I've done that. I've done, I've done that probably about 10 times in the last three weeks. Yeah. Um, Oh no 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 wonder you've um you've mastered it. Yeah, I've I've been practicing because <laughs> my family would be like, "Oh Tom, we're having this. Uh, I think your potatoes would go really well with it." <laughs> yeah. All right, we're having X. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. cool. Have you guys? Anyone else had a dish that they've like learnt to master in lockdown? I've been making a lot of soup. Ah, so yeah, cool. Yeah, I I kind of I went in isolation before the whole lockdown started because I was actually a bit sick. I'm I'm not sure if it was Corona or just regular flu. But I was like, oh, I'm just going to make some soup because that's what I feel like. But I've been kind of making the same soup. It's like a Filipino ginger soup, mm. but with different meats. Ooh, yum. Seeing how it works. Nice. What's your favorite so far? Yeah. Um, I've only done chicken and pork so far. Pork's really good. They're both really good. But I'm about to do beef when I get some my hands on some beef bones. Nice. I want to try your soup, yeah. Nathan. Sounds good. Mm. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit biased. Yeah. Nice. I've mastered my uh, Mapa tofu. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good. It's good. Yeah. Good comfort food. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be getting on the soup train as it's going to start to get a bit colder as well. Especially, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at some, some soup recipes. It's a, good, um, it's a good batch option as well because yeah. you can like you can just reheat it or if you're feeling a bit fancy, chuck a bit of rice in there and make a congee. Mm. So, um, Ooh, yeah. yeah. It's really good. Just none of that century egg bullshit. <laughs> Don't tell my parents that. They'll love it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah. It's a bit one step too far for me. But yeah. yeah. It's a bit weird, hey? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it goes back to having to, when I was used to work at the casino and doing breakfasts and I had to, like, help the chefs prep and, like, they had, like, really cheap century eggs and I had to, like, cut them all up in the morning <laughs> and it just make Ooh. them just puke. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds rough. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> um, has your what you've been drinking changed being locked in? Like, are you are you drinking different things that you would have normally done, or is it just whatever you can get your hands on? Or no, yeah, same. Yeah, still mostly beer, and just but but yeah, as I was saying earlier, just the beers that comfort beers, you know, like Roanbuck Ron Crew or Filter XBA. I've been drinking what I would have drunk at the pub, so pale ales, IPAs, the odd sour. Basically, and are you getting that variety, or are you finding that like people are having pretty much the same stuff on tap? No, I'm I'm finding the variety. Um, yeah, cool. So I'm like I say, I've ordered from Akasha, so I've got their I've got their wooden leg in and their hazy mosaic when that came out. Um, I've been getting growler fills, and the, the taps have been rotating really quite regularly at the the floor. You know, they're getting so they're everything. Okay, that's good. 
pretty much at the same uh, same rate that they would have done. Oh, that's, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, yeah. Of them are still on as well. It's not like they've reduced the number. They're still getting through quite a bit. I think part of that is because you know the pricing is really sharp. So. Um, yeah. What's it like? Fifteen bucks a fill or something like that. It's like twelve bucks for a squealer and somewhere between fifteen to twenty-eight for for the growlers, depending on what it is. That's great. But still really sharp pricing, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because I think that's the other thing. It's like right now people are just pretty much trying to sell what they've got. Yeah. At that so low, such low margins that they can stay afloat. Um, yeah which is great for us, but we've got to remember that that's not going to be the norm. Like that's the... No, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know um, uh, a few weeks ago when Bitterfew and Royal Abbott did the collaboration tap, yeah. uh, you know, tap takeover cannibal event. Um, I went in for a few of those and I was like, fuck, they're cheap. And Aaron and Mick were like, yeah, don't get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but you're still helping him in the meantime, mate. One hundred percent. That's it. That, oh, they weren't. Yeah, you know, like it wasn't. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know. So Aaron was telling me as well today. He's put in a. Um, he, he's bought a canning machine. For a bit of few. Is, is, is that an exclusive? Uh, it it might be. I, I don't know. Um, Should he, I? Ha- do I have to cut that out? No, no, I, no. He he didn't. No, I think I think this is fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that's fine. Uh, so he's going to be doing 500 mil cans rather than the massive yep. liter cans, which I think is a good idea. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, because yeah, I, I struggle with those liter cans by myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 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 I've been doing a lot of squealers. Um, yeah. Yeah. You get a lot of squealer feels. That's been yeah. good. But you can put a lid back on a squealer. You can't on a can. No, you got to drink it all at once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I've been just doing swaps around all the in West breweries. Everyone's sort of getting sick of their own beers and visiting everyone else. So, so we're all doing, like, trades and stuff like that. Um, yeah, cool. I've been getting some Yulies delivered to work because the boys have been doing that. It's been pretty yeah, good. Awesome. Um, it's good to see that collaboration, you know, the sort of collaboration that you would expect to see in the industry. Yeah. But mm. not just between breweries, but also between the venues. You, you know, you mentioned the, the Albert and the bit of you collab. Um, yeah. It's yeah. nice to see that stuff. And I suppose we should... We've got thirty-five minutes in, and we haven't mentioned the, you know, the industry initiative, the the crafty pint hashtag, keeping local alive. Yeah, uh, where you know there's a real there's a real drive to um, get behind your local brewery, your local bar, your local bottle shop. To yeah, it's look, it's definitely local. something that we've seen at Batch that people are just coming in to support locals, and it's it's probably been the best thing for the for the. Um, Independent Brewers Association is it's the first thing that's really helped them get hold on that messaging of supporting your locals. Yeah. And it's going beyond just beer and to the local, you know, your local restaurants, your local producers and that yeah. type of stuff as well. Um, and it, uh, it's something I've noticed in the US, it's people are really actively doing it and people who don't normally drink craft beer are coming just because they want to support local breweries as well, which has been really cool. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Do, you think it's, do you think this initiative has had something to do with that, or do you think that people would would have done that anyway? Uh, I think it's just a combined initiative. Every, like, there's been a lot of different industries having the same message, um, yeah. you know, with all the local bars, um, local restaurants, um, the, and, the, and the brewery scene, and they've been pretty active, you know, with Crafty and stuff like that. So mm. I think it's it is part of that, but it's... Just hit everyone at the right point where it's starting to resonate a bit as well, which is yeah. yeah. I, I, when I heard, I heard somebody say, I can't remember who it was, but I heard someone say, you know, what you do now will 
directly shape the world that you want to end up with when this is all over. Yep. So if you hole up at home and do nothing but buy everything from Amazon, then Amazon will be all that's left at the end of this. Yeah. You know, and if you want your local shops, your local restaurants, your local breweries to survive, then you've got to support them. Otherwise, they won't be there. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I think it's also like, you know, smaller businesses can pivot and change a lot quicker than the big machines. So, um, you know, like um, we were talking just before we started recording about the fact that Lion, Nathan's just announced today that they've delivered a whole bunch of bottles and caps to different pubs so they can start serving. But like, as craft breweries, we've been doing that since day dot. So, you know, we, you know, in a, in a, I think in half an hour, we've changed our whole packing schedule to be all cans and just had to delay things by a couple of days to get some labels to come in. But um, so being a smaller business, we were able to pivot really, really quickly. And those big breweries are just starting to do that now. What are we, like four or five weeks in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, I think the other thing, important thing to do is not, you know, obviously uh, buy from local stuff, but also do as much as you can to keep yourself same i think that's really important um something that adrian and i have been doing um and i know we're not the only ones um there's like a you know we're, we're in like a facebook group and every friday night just open up a video chat and we all just have a beer together happy hour yeah mm. that's really nice it's, it's 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 really like nice it feels good you know to, to see other people's faces and have a beer with people you'd have a beer with normally yeah I've been, um, because I haven't really been drinking a lot, I've just been getting drunk off like two beers now. It's actually <laughs> crazy. Yeah, my tolerance is definitely um, not what it used to be, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what other what, what other activities? I know you, got, you boys have been playing Animal Crossing with it, no thing, but what other yep. stuff have you guys been doing at home to keep yourself um, not going loopy? Literally nothing. I mean, yeah, Animal Crossing. Play yeah. Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fishing yeah. and catching bugs and, yeah, Animal Crossing. It's, yeah. Um, uh, oh, look, I, I think there's a whole... And, and we'll do... Um, yeah, how about how about we do actually a, a quick break? Yeah, that's all right. I need to I go need downstairs to get, and grab another, another beer. beer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about what we've been doing. Yeah, we'll do some and, recommendations. In the way of recommendations. Sick. Sounds good. Too easy. Yeah. Awesome. Sessionable. Yeah, should we get back into it then? Let's do it. So do we want to do recommendations in sort of like um, category? So we'll do like... Yeah, so I think we'll just... We'll start off with some beer recommendations. And I think the idea... My idea is we'll just list, list off a bunch of breweries that you can support. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can, you know, order takeaway or delivery or whatever from. Um, and then after that, we'll just do freeform non-beer. Um, so... I'm drinking a wildflower at the moment, and um, good good friends of ours. They were going to be one of the first episodes of the next season, uh, but unfortunately, that schedule went to shit because of this whole virus. So, um, I just want to give them a shout out. They're doing releases every Wednesday now, rather than Fridays. So they're doing wildflower Wednesdays. I'm doing a new release every Wednesday, which is pretty exciting. There's some good stuff out there at the moment. Yeah, I did a massive order last week. Um, actually, shout out to Matt Brown from CBC who gave me for my birthday a hundred dollar wild wildflower voucher. Oh, dude, that's amazing! Yeah, and wow. um, 
uh, I put in a fucking pretty good order and basically got one of everything that had some sort of grape varietal in it. Um, nice. Got a really nice box. That's cool. Yeah, sick. Um, and I've still got my collective stuff. I haven't cracked any of that stuff yet. So I've got a, I've got a shitload of Wildflare at the moment that I don't know what to do with. Yeah. Um, we, I know we've been uh, talking about them kind of all podcasts and uh, obviously Liam works for Batch and I've done some work for Batch in the past, but um, I want to recommend Batch beer-wise. I've been, I've been drinking a lot of Batch beer, mostly because I get low fills, so it's nice and free and easy. But um, the, the beers have been really, really good. The new um, Hazy, the Juicy Boys. Hazy Boys? Juicy Boys. Juicy Boys, yeah. Yeah. Is so good. It's such a good neeper. Um, I thought I thought it was absolutely fucking fantastic, and I've gone back for a few of those a couple of times. Um, so that's my. Uh, and I'm drinking a wooden leg at the moment, which is tasting great. Nice from a. I had, yeah, the, uh, so. I had the Beastie Boysenberry recently as well. Ah, um, yeah. That is one of the most stunning looking beers I have ever seen. It's such an amazing color. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool. We've our release schedule at Batch has been hectic at the moment, and particularly with um, small batch not being open to the public, where every week like doing canning runs with small batch beers as well. So yeah, like every week two small batch beers comes out, and um, I think we've got like twenty one different beers at the moment. Jesus, and there's five new beers coming out this week. I might come and see you a bit later this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. So I think three three beers came out today. Um, yeah, and there's another two new beers coming out this week. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty high cost at the moment. Might need to get you to do some drop-offs, Liam. Yeah, man. I can uh, I can <laughs> do a bit of delivery for you. Show sure. tech free. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my record was going to be actually, like, um, a bit in a West End as well. Bucket Boys have got together with a bunch of the inner West breweries and done a, a mixed 12-pack. Um, oh, yeah, cool. With the Inner West Breweries Association, but it's got a few other breweries who aren't yet part of the association. Uh, so it's like 12 beers, and I think it's like Grifter, Young Henry's, Wayward Sauce, Filter, Akasha, Willie's, Batch, Willie's, Okay, Frenchies, and One Drop. Um, so yeah, that, that'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, and my other record was actually One Drop. I've been drinking a few different of the One Drop sours at the moment, and they're, they're um, killing it at this stage as well. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they're, they're, their sours are so good. Yeah, I think yeah. they just put so much fruit in them. Like it, it's yeah, their you know, fruiting rate is like through the roof. Yeah. But um, but yeah, any, everything I've had a few different styles of beers from One Drop, and I've um enjoyed all of them. So uh, yeah, keep an eye out for those guys because I think they're really amping up their game at the moment. You sort of stole my thunder there, Liam, by listing every single brewery in Sydney. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. I just went for the, the shotgun approach. I was going to recommend the breweries that are just on the outskirts of Sydney that are actually delivering into metropolitan Sydney. But, so One Drop and Frenchies were going to be the two that I was going to uh, call yeah. out. But, um, yeah, no worries. Uh, Sorry, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, beer-wise, the other beer that really um, left an impression on me in the last probably four weeks... Um, was the Capital Big Drop double IPA. It was a beer that I had yeah. in the, um, a year or two ago and was pretty non-plucked with it, I have to say, when I had it the first time around. I'm not sure what was what was up with the, the sample that I had last time, but this time I just thought it was fantastic. So, thank yeah. you. Know, really uh, yeah, that's a great beer when it's fresh. So maybe you didn't have it fresh last year. You know, proper old-school-style double IPA. Yeah. 
the, yeah. the likes of which it's really nice to just rediscover every now and then. So uh, yeah, that one was. I think that brings up a good point as well. We're, we're talking about obviously supporting your local brewery, but don't forget there are awesome breweries all around the country um, that rely on uh, out of state markets. So like I know Capital has like Sydney's their biggest market. Yeah. Um, well, I think Canberra, Canberra is, but Sydney's their biggest out of uh, home market. And without Sydney, they'd be screwed. So don't, you know, if you can, buy a six pack of, of some other guys as well. Like obviously look after local, uh, go to your local brewery and, and try and support them first. But uh, don't forget about everyone else. But any independent is all good. It's That's all it. Good. And, I, yeah. and, I, and I mentioned it earlier, um, but this year's wooden leg is just spectacular. I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. This is my second guy. I had a can a few days ago as well. It's and... probably the most approachable wooden leg yet. I reckon it just, it's, it's so drinkable yep. for a time. Yeah, it ten and a half percent. It's mm. yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, you, you, I might uh, by the end of this recommendations round be um, a little bit catatonic, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Kasha guys are really lucky. They um, got their own canning line set up oh, good just timing. before this all kicked off. Yeah. Um, and so they've been able to keep 100% of their staff and they're all just like... Yeah, that's awesome. Go on, gangbusters. Like, people are like literally working all day in the packing line and then filling up their, their own vehicles with the cans which they've personally canned and then delivering them that afternoon sort of a thing. Oh, that's really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think you'll probably see a lot more variety coming out of Akasha as well, um, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, always, good. always good to get to hear. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's one of those breweries that I haven't had a chance to go to, so I'm definitely going to be putting it in order in with Akasha because I fucking love their beers. Yeah, same. Um, um, all right, should we uh, do some recos? I thought we were. Yeah. Well, some isolation, some isolation recos. <laughs> Isolate, yeah. Like, let's, yeah. let's take some time, have some fun with it. and, and... Some, some kind of – well, I think the idea is like isolation-friendly recos, so – Things that you can get digitally or whatever. Yeah, good binges or yeah. yeah. Um. So what 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 what's everyone watching? What's the? I'm gonna get it out of the way early. Tiger King was amazing. I <laughs> oh, look. I loved it. I'm, I'm, I I don't really have any desire to watch it. it oh, good. it's it so good. good. What I really loved about Tiger King is just the little things that just pass you by. Like, <laughs> like his music videos. No, even just like, like spoiler alert. When you know there's that big injury very early on, the fact that he changes into a to like an ambulance jacket yeah. to help someone who's about to die. Like his first, like that. This bliss over that. The fact that he went, oh, someone's seriously injured. Wait, let me go change my costume. Coming back, <laughs> like <laughs> stuff like that, which I thought was amazing. Um, I just love how they never. Address the fact that it's clearly not him singing in his music videos. Like it's so clearly not him. <laughs> yeah, um, it's thoroughly thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, um, um, I think yeah. the Tiger King memes were like better than the series. Though, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, on I've, the on the topic of Netflix, I've been uh, catching up on Glow. The, oh, is there a new season? No, so I think the last season came out last year. Yeah. And then there's one coming out this year, the last one. Nice. Um, and I'm up to the third season now, so yeah. But uh, it's, it's been pretty good. I haven't watched the third season yet, so that's yeah. that's on my list to do. I've been yeah. um 
I've been watching Community because all the communities up on Netflix. Yeah, that's right. I saw that. Yeah, so I've been I've like watched episodes here and there, but I've never properly watched it. So I'm smashing that out at the moment, which is yeah. Also, um, also Netflix. um, I watched this week um, the Formula One Drive to Survive documentary series, which I think is really the season. Is that the season two? Yeah, second season. Yeah, so it it was all poised to lead into the you know the current. The current season, of course, which never kicked off, but mm. I do think the Netflix documentaries have done really well. I, I I do think they're very good, and I do like to see the behind the scenes stuff. I'm a bit of a, a bit of a Formula One fan, maybe not so much mm. these days as I used to be, but it's it's good to see the you know the, the drivers in the raw. There's loads of swearing in it and everything as well, so it, it makes it feel really kind of real and uh, yeah. And I think the way that it's the way that it's shot, the way that it's portrayed is is really very good. I was blown away about how brutally honest everyone is in that series like yeah it's it's hectic yeah yeah. i loved it i've I've watched both seasons and i thought it was fucking great um on 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 that as well if you've got amazon prime the test is really good um, oh yeah i really want to watch that about the australian um, test cricket team i don't have amazon yeah Yeah, so it's it's about the australian cricket it's so fucking toxic well, it, it's about the aftermath of oh, okay. yeah, the, the okay. Smith Warner thing. So it it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it follows sort of the new team while they're on the, while they're while they're banned, mm, um, yeah. and it's it's really it's really well done. Um, you really get a sense for um, like the you know the players and their personalities, and, and you get to you know love a few of them who might yeah. have been sort of forgotten heroes in the background before. So it, it, it that's really good. I recommend that. Another one which is really good is um, if you got Stan, they've just released Parasite. Yes, one. I haven't watched it yet, but it is high on no. the list. Yeah, I still have yet to watch that. Yeah, um, another one on Stan. So this is an old. So uh, this this is sort of a two part um, recommendation. Uh, I love a good um, rewatch with a podcast. So. Um, uh, I, I think I've recommended on the podcast before, but uh, one I loved recently that just finished was the West Wing Weekly, where every week they watch the West say, Wing. That time you recommended the entire series of the West Wing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this time uh, the rewatch. Um, so the podcast uh, is called. I've got. The, I've got it here. Sorry. Um, uh, the podcast is called uh, Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Um, mm. It's with Zach Braff um, and <laughs> oh, um, yeah, okay. uh, Donald uh, Faison. Faison, and it's the two yeah. of them rewatching every episode of Scrubs. Oh wait! So yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's uh, a good month worth of viewing right there. That's, but, that's, that was a lot of that. But because they're doing just one, well, they, are they, they, I think because they're in isolation, they're doing um, whatever they want. So it's not quite once a week. They're doing it a bit yeah. more often than that. But um, so you can. So the, what I do is I wait for a new episode to be up in my podcast app, then I'll watch the episode on on Stan, then I'll go listen to the podcast, and I'll watch the next one. And, you know, yeah. yeah, that's a pretty good pace. It's uh, that's a really good series to get into. The, the yeah. episodes are short. It's yeah. a pretty great series. Yeah, so. it's, it's a really good. And and I just saw. I, I, I just, yeah, the the pilot is so good. It's just a really it's a good good pilot. So if you haven't watched Scrubs at all, just watch it. But if you've watched it in the past and love it, I recommend watching it with the with the uh, with the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Scrubs is very bingeable. It is very yeah. bingeable, mm-hmm. um, uh, except for that last season. But uh, you know, I never watched it. Yeah, I don't think I did. Yeah, um, I think I tried apparently and, and didn't. Bit, apparently, it was a bit of a shambles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, another another Netflix one that I watched recently was Everybody Wants Some. 
which is the spiritual sequel to Days and Confused. Yes, I've been meaning to watch that, but I haven't. So good. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. It's um, it's exactly what you would expect from an 80s version of Days and Confused. Um, is uh, there obviously any... not as good, but what is? Yeah. Is there anyone from Days Confused or no. involved in that? No, it's it? all um, it's all like oh, it, uh, the the director it's is all little known actors again. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The re- director is obviously, but yeah. Uh, back on Amazon Prime, I really enjoyed the new Star Trek Picard series. Um, again, haven't watched it. It was a bit. Uh, a, a word I, I saw it described as in a review was lumpy. It, it mm. sort of had. Uh, a weird sort of consistency. Some episodes were really fast and some were a bit slower paced. Um, yeah. But on the whole, it was, it was very good. And if you're a fan of Star Trek, the next generation, yeah. um, uh, or, or really just any Star Trek, it, it's very good. Yeah, cool. Um, any, um, any parents out there, I can recommend a, a sitcom called Breeders, which has got Martin Freeman stars in it. Um, he's a sort of... Well, I would, it's probably not fair to call him a reluctant parent, but, um, you know, he, he struggles with the stresses of everyday life and having young kids. And, it, yeah, there's some very truthful, funny moments in it. Um, okay. So I, could, I recommend giving that one a go. That's on, Is that a new uh, one? It, yeah, it's, it's new. It's, um, it's still airing on FX in the US at the moment. Um, yeah. But it's out there and available. Um, have, have any of you guys come across Bruise Brothers? I've I was just it. about to bring this up. So was I. I was about to ask if anyone's watched it. <laughs> I've only I got the first episode so far. I, I, Should I we do a, um, a sessionable watch in. through? Uh, <laughs> I got seven minutes in and I got so angry I had to stop watching it. it like... <laughs> I, I looked it up online and all the reviews were one star and I was like, yeah. Yes. yeah. This sounds right up my alley. I think yeah. they dropped Reinhardt's Cabot like 30 seconds into the, <laughs> the episode. So you're saying, what you're saying is I'll love it then. Is that... uh, they're just like, it's, it's seems to me that someone did half an hour's worth of research in like <laughs> yep. a Michael Jackson book or Wikipedia or just trolled like Arbroods on Reddit and found keywords and just found a way to whip that into conversation. But... Um, <laughs> It's not something to take too seriously. Let's put it that way. It's a very, it's a slapsticky type um, comedy. Um, yeah, and but I would totally do a do a do a like a watch through podcast with you guys because I think that's the only fun. way I could I could only I could, that's I, probably the only way I could bear doing it because I can't watch it at home because <laughs> no one else would know what I'm getting angry about. Is it, so. Wait, is it a TV series or a movie? TV it's series a on Netflix. It's oh, a sitcom God. based in a brewery. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the next episode. We just watch the first episode and just <laughs> could be it. Yeah, drag all over it. I'm willing to give yeah. it a go because, like, yeah, I got way too angry and I couldn't explain it to people why I was getting angry. <laughs> I love that. I love that idea. Actually, um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Something we've been getting into because there's no sport on TV. Uh, we've been trying to fill that hole. Um, Marble uh, racing. Pardon? Marble, Marble racing's racing. been one. Um, <laughs> No, I, my, my, my dad and I have been watching um, all the um, videos by John Boys on SB Nation on YouTube. Um, what are those? So, uh, are you, Adrian, I think you you might have watched one of them. The, so, he's the guy who came up with Score Origami. Mm, no? Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. So, basically, this guy, John Boys, uh, is a he, – he makes he's, – he's a – Sports data analyst, basically. 
Um, yeah. And he makes these videos where he goes into sports statistics, but in a really funny way. Um, yeah. So there's a, a an episode called Every NFL Score Ever, um, where he, he, he comes up with the concept of scoregami, which is uh, when a game ends in a score that has never happened before in the history of NFL. So every unique score. Yeah. Um, and, and how NFL is kind of unique because there are only, some, some scores cannot ever be obtained and some can, but it's very rare um, because of the different um, sort of scoring quanta. Um, uh, and he has some other very good ones. Uh, there's a great uh, two part series called the Bob emergency, um, which goes into the fact that uh, there used to be um, hundreds and hundreds of Bobs playing professional sport across the world. And now there are only nine left as of 2019. <laughs> Nice. Um, so, so, so he's asking the real important questions, and he goes into some of the the stories of the great bobs of sport. Um, yeah. He's currently got a series about the Seattle Mariners, um, and about how they're just the most ridiculous team, uh, and their their history is just ridiculous. And and I I recommend watching that. That's very good. So that that's if if you're looking for some something sport related, yeah. Um, just look up SB Nation on YouTube. Oh, and yeah. watch anything. I think his so chart party is his by himself, and Dorktown he's on as well. Are the two like okay. playlists? I got um, so I got so desperate for sport yesterday, last night. I ended up watching a replay of the two thousand and two WWE Survivor Series. Oh. It, was on the, it was on one of the channels. It was the main event. <laughs> it was the main event. It was a um, uh, elimination chamber. Yeah, Triple H and uh, Shawn oh. Michaels and K. Is that the first one? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that might be the first one. Holy yeah, shit! It was. Yeah, I might watch it when we get off this. <laughs> lots, of, uh, lots of blood capsules. Yes, what were you? So good. <laughs> I've been like kind of still watching the wrestling, but it's kind of weird because they have no audience, and it's just not the same. Hmm. That just mean it's like, like it's like it's fake. Does that just mean there's like heaps of chairs available for everyone? Yeah, exactly. They've they've done some really cool matches where like they've just destroyed the joint because it's like it's all pre-taped and everything. But yeah, it's just weird. So no one's done any any of this stuff where they've just like CGI'd a crowd in. So wasn't um somebody was talking about that? It was like the AFL or NRL or something was talking about. The AFL was talking about. When they in the crowd. when they when they go back to playing without crowds, yeah. they were talking about just like funneling in crowd noise to the TV. Yeah. No, Ravisos won't notice. They do that all the time anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that that was the joke when that when the AFL went to um, uh, having no crowds. Everyone was like, "Well, that gives the Giants an unfair advantage." Like, <laughs> yeah, but apparently yeah, and they the, other, it. the other joke was that Gold Coast bo- um, broke their attendance record when there was no one in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? Um, I don't know if anyone watched the the, the the round one of the last the last round of AFL when Swans played and yeah, yeah he, like it. kicked a goal and he went to high five the crowd, but there was no one in the crowd. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was a great move. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was a good game. I really like that game. So yeah. you know, we it's it's the best season we played in a long time. Round. I hated that entire round. It was so shit. It was just weird. Yeah, 
Um, but at the same time, I would give anything just, just to, to have that crowd as yeah. yeah. AFL. I've just been watching that one Swans game every week. Um, <laughs> no we're having a great got, season. We're undefeated at the moment. It's no one's got the <laughs> AFL game on. Um, I really want to get it. Apparently, yeah, it's it very looks, janky. Like it looks so shit. I really yeah, want to get yeah. it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, on, on that note, what uh, is anyone? I know Adrian. I are. Is anyone playing any video games and no. uh, any any other games? I've got a few things to. I've uh, been playing um, Borderlands Three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Which has been heaps of fun, actually. I'm, what are you playing it on? Are you on on the computer? Xbox? On the, on oh, the computer. computer. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, yeah, it. It came up for sale and for like sixty bucks. Yeah, there was like a really good discount thing. on it. Yeah, and it was like with all the 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 DLC they've been doing on it is pretty insane. So they're like, yeah. this season's got like basically four add-ons, and they've done two of them already. Yeah, and the, yeah. The the latest add-on is like two weird like anthropologist dudes who have their wedding. It's very like HP Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been pretty cool. But yeah, that game's just so over the top. It's insane. Yeah, I just finished it the other week. Actually, I got it ages ago, but it was kind of like it was getting a bit samey. Yeah. But then they had this like um, epic loot weekend where half the things that drop are like rares, <laughs> like legendaries. So it was like it was actually pretty fun. Yeah. So finished it that weekend. But yeah, that's that been really right. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right, game. Um. So obviously, Adrian and I have we we spoke about it earlier. We've been playing Animal Crossing a lot. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot, like. A, a, a scary amount, a lot. <laughs> um, like we were, much. we were both looking before this, before we started recording, and it's like we've both racked up over a hundred hours in like two weeks. It's it's yeah, kind of scary. It's crazy, but it's really good. Um, the other thing I was gonna I was gonna recommend. I wanted to talk a bit about because um, obviously something I've brought up in the past. I love board games. I love playing board games with people. Something yeah. that's you know one of my things. Um, and right now, obviously, I don't have like I've got my I've got my brother here, and he'll play some games with me. But um, I'm mean, trying to do as much as I can to play board games over the internet. Um, so uh, the best way I found is there's a there's a game on Steam called Tabletop Simulator, um, which is basically a physics engine, and then people have made mods that create the board game on a table in front of you, um, and that's really good for a bunch of games. Um, and the other one is we, we played a game. Oh, there's two others actually. So one of them is um, Jackbox Party Pack, which is not a board game, but you can sort of play it like one. And if one person sort of streams their screen on Discord or Zoom or whatever, um, you can all play remotely. And that that's really fun. That's like oh, is that, trivia is games. That like and the, um... Is that like the you don't know Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's that. Yeah, so it's okay. that, but it's like a bunch of other games as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So everyone can just play that from their own home as long as everyone yeah. can see the one screen. Um, I think um I think Cards Against Humanity is free online as well now. Yeah, there's there's the there's moment. free Cards Against Humanity online. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of free like code names. Uh, there's there's web apps and like, for that. I think, like draw drawception might be free as well. Uh, yeah, something along those lines. Um, yeah. there's one of the, there's Drawful, which is from the, yeah, you don't know Jack guys. That's, that's free. Yeah, I, I think that's the one. I think that's what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. there's, so there's, so there's that, that's really good. Um, there's a game, a board game called Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective, um, where you basically play as like, 
uh, Sherlock Holmes, you play as a group of people who are Sherlock Holmes as like disciples almost. Like like you like follow him around and you try and solve cases with him. Um, that's sort of the, the story. But basically, you get given this um, this story uh, that you read through, and then you have um, a map of London, a directory book of everyone who lives in London, uh, and newspapers of the day. And you have to sort of uh, piece together clues from the story, from the leads that you follow. So, so when you you go, oh well, let's go to the scene of the crime, then you look in the directory where it is, and you go into that index in the in the in the in the crime book, and you and you read like a paragraph, and it tells you what you see there. And then you got to sort of cross reference that with the newspaper. So we, we we did that over Zoom the other day with with my brother, and that was that was a lot of fun. Um, and we we solved we solved the mystery. Of the Tin Soldier, that was the name of that one. Um, and the other one is uh, we played D&D online the other day um, uh, through Roll20. So I did that with Liam and a bunch of other people. And that, oh, um, that, that, went, that went all right. I, I want to I do a bit more of it. And um, What's the kind of setup? Um, so basically as the DM, I've got, I can see everything. And then mm. it's this online platform that the players can only see what I choose to show them right, right. Uh, and then we're all just on voice chat or you can yeah. set it up for video chat as well um huh. cool yeah uh so that's that's my sort of how to play tabletop games uh in isolation that's the only game i've played is uh my family back in the uk decided to do a, a quiz over skype which was quite interesting it was a bit like um i don't know if you've ever watched the big fat quiz of the year yeah it was a bit like that, where you know there was teams of two, and uh, yeah, it was it was quite fun. It was, it was more fun than I thought it was. And the most impressive the most impressive thing was that two of my aunts who were in their seventies were actually able to get Skype working. Nice, wow. yeah. It was it was quite wow. impressive. So, yeah. um, oh, that that reminds me, I, I didn't bring it up earlier, but I've also been watching an ungodly amount of British panel quiz shows. So. Yeah. Just I've like, been watching. Um, I binged on the first season of Taskmaster. Yeah, I've been binging Taskmaster. So good, <laughs> it's so good. Um, Taskmaster and Eight Out of Ten Cats does count. Taskmaster count-down. is the perfect fodder for lockdown. It's yeah. so good. It really is. I've just been. It's 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 really comforting. There's something yeah. about it that's just so like nice. It's so funny. Love Kurt Davis and um, Alex Horn as well. The yeah, two of them are just so good. It's yeah. So- uh, did you hear that they, it's actually moved to uh, Channel 4 for the new season? So they've, they've got the rights off of Dave. So it's now going to be a bit more mainstream in the UK. I think it will get a much right. better audience from, from this year. Although I don't know what this has done to the recording schedule. I don't know. Um, when, well, because they, they take a long time to record it because they do it over so long. And then they do the, the live shows, right? Um, like they... That, that seems to be my understanding of the production schedule. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think they do the. I don't think the tasks take too long to record. I think they do. They do them all in a you know a week yeah. or whatever. But yeah, the live shows. Well, they're not live. They're pre-recorded. But yeah, obviously, of, yeah. In front of the audience, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it returning definitely. It's, yeah, but I, I think it's it's a format that could work well in isolation. Like it it, it could it it wouldn't take too much to actually change to. To have yeah. it so that people can do it from home. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um. So game wise, I've got a couple. Uh, I just before Animal Crossing came out, actually, I uh, played a game called A Short Hike, which is if if you know what Animal Crossing is, imagine Animal Crossing 
but as an adventure game. And it's just like this indie kind of adventure game that's really cute, really good music, really relaxing. Um, you're this penguin that wants to get up a mountain so that she can call her mum. It's, um, nice. it's very good. <laughs> yeah. Sounds, sounds like it, you, cool. you can get it for a few bucks on different platforms. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely worth it. All right. Um, and the other one is, um, so MC recommended Assassin's Creed Odyssey mm-hmm. a few episodes ago, and I've started going through the backlog of Assassin's Creed, uh, not counting one because one was shit, but I started with two, uh, almost finished uh, Brotherhood, which is the sequel to two. Um, yeah, very bloody good games. My other one is I got like... Um, uh, there's a game called Sniper Elite, which is basically like a World War II oh, sniper. Yeah, sick. But there's an add-on where there's like just one mission, and you have to kill Hitler, and it's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that because it was like four bucks on Steam. That was that was well worth it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um, the other thing, it's 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 kind of not really a game, but it is. Um, I have been. I've got an app for my iPad that's. Uh, color by numbers, but like with an iPad. And so all you do is like, you have to find the different bits that are the different colors and tap them, but it's very relaxing and pleasant. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and well, it's, what you know, have you guys been doing just in general that you maybe haven't done for a while that you've had the opportunity to do in, in lockdown or ways that you've combated the stress of the situation any anything out of the ordinary for me i um, actually nothing <laughs> for me i've um gone got a spotify premium subscription for the first time in about 12 years oh yeah hmm. uh, and i've been listening to a lot of chill out music so actually um, I've yeah been sunset well, I, you know yeah, I've, I've, I've had it playing in the background while i've been working from home i've actually been sat out on my balcony in the sun because the weather's been pretty good for the last two or three hmm. weeks so I've actually been sitting in the sunshine for the first time in God knows how long as well. So nice. Oh, that's nice. Sort of comforts that you know I haven't yeah. done. <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of jigsaw puzzles. Okay. Been really I enjoying that. A lot of people actually jigsaw puzzles. Yeah. Mm. I wish I had space for jigsaw puzzles because I always enjoyed them, but you ever since living in apartments. <laughs> yeah. Ever since living in apartments, it's just not the same. Yeah. Um, but um, so. I on the Spotify train, I've gotten into two very diametrically opposed things, and one is um, classical music, which I I've always loved, um, mostly violin concertos because that's my thing, and the other thing is um, Run the Jewels, which Run the Jewels is the two. It's fucking sick. Like I, I've heard it, I, I've heard about them for a while, and I finally decided to listen to them. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Run the Jewels is fucking awesome. They're great. Yeah, it's and like, I think the new one's coming out this year as well. Yeah, Run the Jewels yeah. is one of the few like modern like hip hop artists or groups that I actually like to listen to. They're actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a preference on albums at the moment, Adrian? Um, I'm leaning towards one because that was the first one I listened to, but yeah. um, two's bloody awesome as well. Have you got Meow the Jewels? I haven't listened to any other girls. <laughs> so they released a whole album, but like all the samples are just cat meows. 
Oh, I've got to listen to that. Yeah. Wow. I think it was like a Christmas album, but yeah. I think it's like Run the Jewels tour, but too, but like everything's just cat meows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. What did everyone get for their mid mid break beer, by the way? Um, so mine was the Wildflower, as it were, which is, I think, a couple of years old now, or a year and a half. I remember that one. That was a good bit. Yeah. Back when everything was as it was, right? Yeah. Oh. I got a one-drop blueberry <laughs> sour. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah, I got I got a wooden leg. That's, um, yeah. ah, I got the aforementioned uh, Hazy Mosaic IPA from Akasha. Nice. Yeah, nice. So that wooden leg explains the quality of your joke just yeah. Yep. <laughs> to be fair, Liam, if I was sober, I probably would have made it exactly the same. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> my um, my younger brother, who I haven't lived with for quite a while, uh, he said the other day that he is missing uh, not living with me. Um, <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's pretty brutal. <laughs> but based based solely on my jokes and puns uh, was, was what he said. So yeah, uh, there's that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mentioned uh, earlier you were having the road and back wrong crew mm-hmm. um, I've, heard, I've heard reports that we might find um, imports hard to come by uh, once the stock that's currently in Australia is exhausted not specifically in relation to beer yeah. but anything is there a concern that things like road and back wrong crew won't be available yeah, I, I think that's a. I think that's a fair concern. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not in the in the in the business of of working with importers anymore. But um, I'm not too concerned because I went to Woolies and panic shopped all of it the other day. <laughs> so now there isn't any. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Just uh, so you guys <laughs> suck it. So you just you just put loads of Grand Crews inside the rolls of your toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there will be any shortage. Um, the only thing that would probably cause a shortage if people stop ordering. Like if if the wholesale, if the distributor is stuck with stock, they won't get new stock to come through. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll see. No, we'll, we'll see what yeah. happens, right? Like, it, 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 who, who knows right now? If brewers yeah. are having a hard time at home, then they're not going to be prioritizing <laughs> overseas shipments, are they? Well, if they've yeah. got a shitload of beer and it's not selling at home, they might export more. Yeah, and remember, someone like Rodenbach is is owned by a, a, a large conglomerate, so that that might change things a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, we shall see. Yeah, I'm going to drink because, as much um, beer as I can. Yeah, yeah same. But like, every so often, I just want something, you know, yeah. different. So the the funny thing was that. Um, just before the whole lockdown thing happened, or maybe just after, uh, Garage Project had opened up there. Yeah, right. I think it was it, it wasn't to do with it. It, it was a separate um thing. It was it was. I think they'd been planning on doing it for a while. No, yeah, they had oh, yeah. been planning. They had been planning it for a while. Yeah, but it, it just it was just weird that the timing. It, it, yeah. yeah, the timing, and it was like I kind of I kind of feel bad for them because. Or maybe good for them. I don't know. Because yeah, exactly. Yeah. The whole timing. Yeah, but have you seen that, like, filling, like, hazies into, like, plastic bottles and shipping them out for delivery? What? Are they? Like, locally? Yeah. Yeah, wow. No, I haven't seen that. Surprised. 
Because uh, did, part of the whole thing is there's like a monthly like hazy, hazy drop. That yeah, yeah. Is it different to the fresh series, right? I think it's the same thing, but like I'm just yeah. on the website now, and you can get like a a growler of pernicious weed or proper IPA for twenty three bucks Australian. Huh. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe, they're in like maybe they was maybe they were stuck with kegs. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure how it works. Like, are they filling up the bottles here, or are they filling up from New Zealand and shipping it over? It sounds like they are. They could be working with a pub as well. Well, I know they have they have a warehouse and like a cold storage warehouse in Melbourne. That's where all this stuff's coming from. Yeah, so they could like you can get a they could have a load of kegs that they now they yeah put into bottles. No, but then they've got like their April Fresh. You can get a growler of for twenty five bucks, or like a. Triple hazy IPA for thirty. No, that would have been kegs as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, but um, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Does anyone have any more recommendations before we sign off? Um, I I panic bought myself a guitar because I thought I was probably going to get stuck at home and have no job. Yeah. So. I bought myself a guitar. I've been teaching myself how to play guitar. Have you tuned it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought a guitar. There's a site called like Reverb, which is like the eBay, but for like secondhand music equipment. Oh, yeah, cool. So I bought a guitar for a dude in South Australia. You shipped it out to me. That's cool. Yeah, sick. Yeah. Electric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, got a Les Paul. Nice. And um, I, I've signed up to a an online guitar lessons thing, and I've been watching videos and teaching myself how to play guitar. Nice. Sick. It's a good way to pass the time. Yeah. Yeah. Learn um, another way to waste time. Uh, I can't really recommend this exact thing because I think it's expired by now, but every I think every weekend uh, they do a – a broadcast of an Andrew Lloyd Webber thing, a musical on YouTube. Sounds terrible. So I watched the Phantom of the Opera concert um, on YouTube for free uh, the other night, which was sick. There's been a lot of actually on, you know, yeah. out there by artists yeah. and, you know, that, that I think that's been quite good. Is that, you know, yeah. They've been, to, they've been trying to entertain the, the, the great dirty Unwashed public, sorry. What, what, I'm yeah, and also, like, they're not making any money right now, so they, no. they're kind of taking donations. And, you know, if you can support them, yeah, support them. Yeah, there's been a lot of artists who are like release, releasing video archives of a lot of like concerts. Like, I know Radiohead's started releasing yeah. a few concerts. Uh, oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to tell you, which is fucking sick, is Jimmy Barnes and his wife record like an acoustic song every single day, put it up on Facebook, and they're actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he does like some pretty like old school songs. It's pretty good. He, dude can still sing. Yeah. Um, another thing I'd recommend is every Saturday, uh, the Good Weekend uh, quiz is really, really fun. Um, and there's now an Instagram account where they post the quiz, so you don't even have to get the telly. Ah, sick. Uh, not the telly, the Herald. Um, so it's not yeah. paywall. That's sick. Yeah. So, so the, and, and so it was originally, um, it's a cool story, actually. Like it was originally an Instagram account by fans of it who would post yeah. it, and then the Herald uh, bought it off them and had made it the official account, but they still post the quiz every every Saturday. 
Um, so you can you can and they'll they'll post it with the with the answers as well, um, but on a separate like it's like three images, so you can you don't have you don't see them. Um, Interesting. So I uh, I recommend doing the good weekend quiz and sharing uh, how you did. We got seventeen this week uh, with my parents and my brother out of twenty five. Okay. Um, so it's uh it's good fun. It's uh yeah uh, you know and uh, I've been doing that like other other members of the family. We've been doing that. We've been sharing our results and what what questions we got right and wrong and you know yeah cool. Is that every Sunday? Did you say every Saturday? It's in good weekend. Saturday it comes out on Saturday. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, um, I'm sure I'll be able to get at least one question by myself. Um, do it with if if you can. If there's anyone in your household, like do it with your housemates yeah. or your your family, because it's fun to like argue with I each other about that. the answers. It's like pub quiz, yeah. right? Like it's it's, yeah. it's it's kind of like that, but at home. Yeah. Um, but you can do it with the rest of Australia because it's this thing that everyone's doing at the moment. Because um, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> exactly, well, that's it, right? Um, <laughs> um, I've also been the drinking a lot of tea. That's it. That's ah, nice. Lots of tea. Yeah. Um, T two French Earl Grey mostly. But I was going to say I was doing. I was. I've been going out on my daily exercise and my lunch break or. Um, at the weekend, and I've been trying to go to as many different coffee shops in the local area as possible. Very nice. That's a good thing to do. So, I've yeah. Been, yeah, I've been I've been walking further and further afield to try and find the next the next nearest shop. And I've discovered some really really good coffee actually. So yeah, it's been good. It's a good way to get some exercise as well. You know, yeah. It is. I'll have to pick your brains as to your favourites. Hmm. My last reco is. Um... On Sunday nights at eight thirty, there's uh, Judd from Crafty does his beer trivia, um, which is live streamed on YouTube. It's good fun. Um, so he has like four different guests from the beer industry each week. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, so I, I I was a guest on I think last week's one, and I think oh, MC nice. was on yeah. yesterday's one as well. Oh, um, that's what it was for. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called uh, got a YouTube channel called Beer Together. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say yeah. that that's a good good thing to check out. Um, but yeah, they do their, their trivia um, live at 8.30 on Sunday nights. It's really good fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah, good to watch. 